The role of support workers is so important in nursing. We all know someone who really makes a difference day in, day out. And we all know someone who could become a support worker. Last week, we celebrated National Nursing Support Workers Day for the amazing work that all support workers do across all organisations. Graeme Stadden, one of our support workers at Signet Hospital, Stoke, was interviewed by BBC Radio. He talks about how he became a support worker and what it takes to do the job. Over to you, Graeme. Now, today is Nursing Support Worker Day, a day, the organisers say, to shine a light on the essential contribution nursing support workers make to both the patients they care for and the nursing teams that they work alongside, and as well as celebrating, acknowledging and thanking nursing support workers for everything they do. It's also a chance for those who already do the job to spread the word and hopefully inspire others to consider a career in the social care sector, which, of course, uh, you will have read, you'll have seen on the news. There are national shortages of healthcare professionals just at the minute. Well, Graham Stadden is a support worker at Signet Hospital in Stoke, uh, which is a mental health hospital in Western Supermare. Morning to you, Graham. Good morning. How are you? Really good, thank you. And it's lovely to have you here. And um, it's thank such you. an interesting job that you do. How did you get into it? Was it something that you always thought I want to do, or did you sort of accidentally find yourself doing it? No, it's it's always something I've I've always wanted to do because I felt as though I could, I could give give something. Because the the key element to be being a great support worker is you have you have to have a good heart. You also have to have a lot of empathy. If you haven't got empathy. Don't be a support worker. And yeah, ten, so. 10 years ago is when you first started. What were you expecting of the job and what was it like when you when you started doing it? I, I was expecting I was expecting it to be tough, but also rewarding at the same time, if, if, if that makes sense. Um, like going in and looking after patients who, who need us, who need our support. And it just makes you feel good when you get home and you walk through your front door and you finish a 12-hour shift. You think, you know what? I've helped them today. It just makes you feel good. It makes you makes you appreciate the little things in life. You know, because some of these guys that we support, have, you know, they've been through the mill, bless them, and they, they just need... They, they need they need they need support they need people who are smiling every day when they walk on their shift and just giving off good positive positive feeds to them and it, it's good for them yeah i just i just i've always wanted to to do support work you know it was always something i wanted to do helping others talk me through what what a typical day of your job involves uh, a typical day uh walk in get get into work for 7 30 um go in the handover room have a handover from from the from the night staff or for me it's i work nights so have a have a handover from the from the day staff to say how the day went go for each of the patients um and then just just supporting the the, the patients throughout that 12 hour shift because they they need us they need us 24 hours a day it's a 24 hour service so be it if they want a yogurt if they want a cup of tea do them a bit of supper give them their meds before they go to bed be there to support them when they're feeding pretty low in themselves and they want to want to have a chat and a cup of tea um and just just you know go on their level you know i, I mean i say to some of the patients you know just because we wear these t-shirts we're here to support you but we're just like you we're human beings and and that's, that's what they are they're no different to us they're just going through 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 hard times like you know some of us have and some of us possibly will in the in the in the future of our lives 
It was really interesting as you sort of rattled off the list of things that you do right in the middle was the just have a chat with with people. And yeah. and that that is a lovely thing, isn't it? To to gain the trust of someone who can view you as someone who they can just share, whether it's trivial stuff or serious stuff with you. Exactly. And, and the, the other thing as well is having a bit of banter with them, um, having a bit of a laugh and ma- making them laugh, because that, that's... I mean, we all know it's, it's, so, it's so nice to have a laugh when, when, when you're in hard times and stuff and, you know, just have a bit of a giggle and just put a smile on their face. It, it puts a smile on our faces as well, you know. So, you know, sometimes they have bad days when they're not they're not in a good mood and, you've, you know, you've got to leave them alone. And But they, they know that, they you know, we're always there for them when, whenever they, they need us, whether it be for their medication or... Or just like like we just just touch upon like you know for a cup of tea and a chat because it goes a long way a cup of tea and a chat it really does in that in that in that environment so yeah your and a job lot of, a lot of empathy your job is obviously focused on the patients that you work with obviously but but at the same yeah. time you are there to support the nursing teams the medical teams how is that side of the job that side of the job is it, very key actually we you know we need to be there to support each other as well not just to pay obviously the patients are the core the core importance, but supporting each other whilst we're in the office, having a chat or when we're having a handover, we need to, we, we always got to support each other. Look at it as a football team, you know, they support each other, they're there for each other, teamwork, all them elements need to fit into support workers and nurses as well, you know. Sorry to use the football terms, I'm a football fan. <laughs> no, it's, it's, yeah. it's absolutely allowed. It's absolutely allowed. Um, we we yeah. know that because of COVID, we, yeah. we had a, a there was so much more in the news about healthcare yeah. professionals, the work that they were doing in hospitals, obviously, was at the sort of forefront of it all. But in care homes, in situations like yours, do you have you noticed in the last sort of two years that there has been a wider understanding of the job that you do? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's taken a, an awful pandemic to shine a massive light on social care as well. I mean, the NHS, fantastic. They've done brilliant, but also social workers, the social care as well. You know, it's, 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 it's took, a, unfortunately, it's took a pandemic to make the government realise that we do, a, we do a brilliant job as well, an important job as well. So it's, it's shone a light on, on us more because of this pandemic. So in, in a sense, we're, we're, we we've lost a lot of people through the pandemic, through death and that bless them. But it's 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 shone a, a bigger light on on us in the in the in the social care sector, not just the NHS. So and yeah, it, it, it's 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 nice to be recognised more than what we did say ten years ago when I first started working in care. You know. Well, that's what I was going to ask you next. You know, in the 10 years that you've been doing it, uh, some would say a very crucial 10 years, if you look at how we've, certainly with mental health, how that's gone up the agenda, how we have more understanding, how we have more openness as individuals about it. What are the big things that you've noticed in the last 10 years that have changed? When I first started in care, I've had many breaks from it. Don't get me wrong. I haven't done it for a full on 10 years, but I, I started 10 years ago. But it's... It was more. It was more kept quiet, but I've noticed in the last, not just be, before the before the pandemic. Actually, it's not just the pandemic when it first started, but it's just people are more open about their mental health because you know we've all got certain kind of mental health 
issues going on be it you don't you know we don't not everybody needs medication and stuff like that. We, we go for our depressive stages when life's getting on top of us so everyone's got mental health but in different levels so yeah i think i think it's nice to see that people are more open about it you know it's nice that people can talk about it because especially males as well because us us men are quite proud men and we don't we don't talk about our mental health how we feel it's not it's not a man thing to cry it's not a man thing to talk about your your issues and how you feel and your concerns and your worries but these days especially the last two three years i think on a personal level it, it's just we it's we feel as though we could talk more yeah which which is which is good on on the whole really and, and also and for women as well. We're women at women as well, not just men, but men more so because we're more we're more stubborn, aren't we? We we don't like talking about our feelings. No, no. But also there is that lovely thing, isn't there, that I'm sure many people will associate with where you if you do yeah. share something with someone, the chances are they go, Oh god, yeah, I feel like that as well. And it's that yeah. sort of openness that we have now. Yeah, and, and it's it's nice to see and hear. It really is nice. I mean, I work on a mail ward in um in Signet Cusoke and Western Supermare, and some of the patients we have come in, they're they're quite closed and they don't want to talk about it. And but recently it's been nice to see patients and and they're, and they're more open about their feelings, you know, and it's nice. And they trust us as support workers that listen to them. Because another core thing in, into being a good support worker is you have to gain trust with the patients, with the service users, whatever they may be called. But, yeah, there's it's, it's a lot of trust between support workers and patients for them to open up to us. I mentioned nice. it in the introduction that it's been a bit of a challenge in terms of staffing for all sorts of different reasons. What would you say to someone yeah. who is listening to this to, to inspire them to think, I could do this job. This might be a job that would fulfil me and benefit other people. Well, if I, if I was a promoter, I, I would say all you need to have and you need life experience, maybe a bit, little bit of life experience goes goes down well because you, you can relate. If not that, then obviously they go to university, university and things for nursing and stuff like that. But I'd say life experience, um, definitely empathy, which I know I've said empathy quite a lot, but you do need that. Um, and to, to not walk in and expect it to be easy but rewarding at the same time and it does make you appreciate life when you go to your go when you go back to your homes to your family and your children and you just sit there after a 12-hour shift and you think you just feel good that you've you've helped you've helped patients who, who needed you it just makes you appreciate the little things in life it really does and i'd say you know if you want a good job yeah work, work in mental health because it's helped me it's helped me in my life and it's helped me realize realize things it's made me appreciate things more than what I did so before, before I started working in mental health, yeah. So, Graham, we thank yeah. you for your time today. It's been really interesting talking to you. Are you are you working today or have, you, have we kept you up after a late night? No, I'm on a night shift tonight. So, yeah, I'm going to have a little bit of a rest this afternoon and then go and do my night shift. But I just can I just say a couple of things before you before we go Of course you there? can. Of course you can. <laughs> I just want I just want to thank um, all the support workers in well across the care sector for what they do, but especially the the ward that I work in, Nash, the support workers, nurses. Every, a good team starts from the top, so I want to mention the manager as well. Um, just say thanks for supporting me and be, being a great team. And um, there's another thing I, I need to say as well. Um, QSOC Signet are having an open recruitment day in Western Supermare on the 29th of November. So if any 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 people want to come along and if they're thinking about going into the care sector, good luck and ho- hope you uh, attend. 
presumably if we Google it, we will be able to find the information about how we how we can come along or can you just turn up on the day? You just turn up on the day, yeah, and just see how you get along. But I, I, I recommend it. It's, it's helped me in my life. You know, it's, it just makes you realise, and it, you just, you just feel so good. You feel good helping patients. Well, as I say, it's been really nice chatting to you. So thank you so much for your time, Graham. Enjoy the rest of uh, your your big day, which is Nursing Support Worker Day. And that's Graham Stadden there, a support worker at Signet Hospital, Q-Stoke, a mental health hospital in Q-Stoke, Western Superman. And as you said, they've got an open day coming soon. So if, if you were listening to Graham and you were inspired to think, oh, I could do that, uh, then... Uh, then Maybe, just maybe, the opportunities are there. Right, look at the time. It's very nearly 11 o'clock. Have you rung and registered for Clash of the County yet? Okay. Thanks for listening. We'd love it if you could follow and share this podcast. Even leave us a review if you'd like.